Good afternoon. It's been a while. Um, I'll be honest and say I wasn't sure that I was feeling doing any more of these and I thought maybe they've served the purpose. And then synchronicity the other day when somebody contacted me who was going through extreme emotional pain and it prompted this podcast today. I don't know where it's going to take me. I don't know what I'm going to share, but I am starting off in interestingly one of the most healing places for me that has been a sanctuary during um, some real real tough emotional times and that's a field and after all the storms the bad weather that we've had and everything that's going on around us I'm just taking some time out to just be Um, and as Eckhart Tolle says stillness does speak and certainly for me in this field that stillness has spoken on a number of occasions So today's topic is um, handling emotional pain and I'm going to come at it from an angle of specifically handling emotional pain from uh, relationships and when things haven't necessarily gone your way in life. Emotional pain for me, there's no different way of saying it as it sucks and from, I'm talking from my own vast experience of, of having experienced a lot and some of it has been to the depths where uh, I didn't know where I would get the strength from to get over it but the fact that I'm sitting in my field today feeling profound peace I'm hoping does at least start to give some people hope out there that you can be in the depths of a darkness that consumes you Um, But if you hold on and you believe and you want to come out the other end because that's the key, then you can. And it's not about bulldozing your way through it. It's not about putting it in a box. It's about little by little, um, step at a time. Does this mean that I now don't have any emotional pain and never will? Absolutely not, because... For me, my strong belief is out of emotional pain comes the best growth. And for me, I signed up, I guess, in this lifetime that I want to be the best expression of myself. And I'm not going to get that by just bobbing along or by just, I don't know, living... A normal existence I chose extraordinary and I've taken everything that's come with that and it hasn't been easy by any means so my first part for emotional pain is the absolute part of not running away from it and it's easy to want to run away and I know that I had such some strong emotional pain where it was that overwhelming and that consuming that I My body couldn't stand actually hitting that pain head on. So it's almost like I was drip fed it. I know that seems a strange thing to say, but I know some people out there may get that. So if there's a feeling of numbness or I hear people say, you know, they they haven't been able to grieve, that's because sometimes the grief or the emotional pain is so overwhelming that, quite honestly, we can't physically take it in one, one hit. So it's drip fed. But when it is drip-fed to you and when it's there, it's absolutely, for me, not about running away from it. It's about learning how to be 
with that pain and how to listen to what it's saying. I know that seems a strange thing to say, but at the end of the day, the emotion can take you down two routes. It can either take you down a route of woe me and blame and why has that happened, why has somebody done something to you, or the way to healing with emotional pain is their personal responsibility and saying, okay, this is the pain, what am I feeling, why am I feeling, what is it saying to me? And what is my growth from this experience? I haven't always chosen that. I have had my fair share of going into victim mode and the why me and not again. And, you know, I thought I wasn't going to have any more pain. So I, I, I'm speaking from both sides of the fence. And I'm not certainly not going to sit here and give you the whole, oh, you have to get through it and you can stronger because, yes... If you want to grow from it, then it's about getting through it. But it's also about a growth journey. And in with that, sometimes there is uh, a mindset of victimhood. And it's also the unconsciousness of that's what you're doing. Until if somebody's brave one day and says to you, you know, almost like, get a grip. Or, you know, haven't you been wallowing enough? Then... Sometimes those comments aren't hit with acceptance from the other side, but sometimes they are needed as a jolt. And I've certainly needed um, some jolts. I'm doing this in phases because as I, as I come to a natural end of a phase, I'm, I'm going to start a new one. Um, just purely because I, I hadn't planned on what I was going to say, so this really is raw <laughs> sitting in my field. The sun is shining, which is beautiful after the weather of the last few weeks. Um, and I'm also going to say and start by saying that the way that you know you are out of the other side of emotional pain, so just as a barometer, um, is that you can recall some painful incidents or memories and there isn't a pain there that's anymore, it's just a peace it's a piece and the one after piece is the gratitude, the appreciation for the growth. And the one after the gratitude and appreciation is the um, love for the people that are involved in the situation and wanting the best for the people and not harbouring any, any badness linked to that. That's everybody's personal journey and have I got to that with every single thing in my life? No, I haven't. I've probably got to the phase of gratitude for the lessons and the acceptance. Have I got to the final stage of pure love? Um, I would say I have in 85% of occasions, but I've still got some work to go. And that's me being honest and I'm okay with that because growth is important to me so there's two lots to emotional pain and it's first of all understanding a about where you are at with it because there is a natural grieving process and it's not about rushing this because I've seen so many different sides of the coins and for me personally I've had so much emotional um, pain in the last most of my life actually when I come to think of it that I have taken which may seem excessive to some, 
but it's my journey. I've taken eight years to really, really pull back the, the real extreme layers and to look at the lessons involved with that, look at the hindsight of that lesson and more importantly to break patterns that were keeping me stuck in emotional situations and emotional pain. Because there's two types of pain that you can have. There's one that's a short, sharp shock and there's one that's death by a thousand cuts and I've got experience of both. Um, your short, sharp shock is that emotional pain that hits you like a dagger in your heart. And it's from things that left field that you don't see coming. And it's for things that, that really just knock the wind out of your sails and take your breath away. That's a short, sharp shock. From that then, that there comes a whole different um, pattern of, you know, even getting to acceptance, even the what the hell. Even the then, the, you know, what's made this happen? Is something salvageable? You know, is, is something able to be worked out? And even I, I guess, talking from my own experience, some of those are where it's been, you know, a kind of going cap and glove to somebody and because of fear of the loss. Um, and even though profoundly deep down inside you know that probably something is for the greater good in the end, in that moment the fear takes over and you will try different tactics and different means of... Uh, healing the situation even though it may not be for your greater good and that's the healing process that that everybody has to go through and for some it does mean that there's emotional pain and stuff has to be broken to be able to come together and come together with somebody and make that bond stronger um, but a lot of the time it's a pain that a loss comes with it and I'm talking about not only that, but an actual loss of a person and a grievance down that route. But more specifically, this podcast is about handling emotional pain of, of breakups and situations of, I guess, relationships and partnerships and even friendships when, when they break down. So the stage is about not, not rushing the actual process but it's a fine balance between not rushing the process and then going into, like I said, victimhood. And the way that you know you're going into victimhood is if, you know, down the line, a few months down the line, you're still in the, I, I, I don't want to get out of my pyjamas and I'm not eating and I'm still breaking down and I'm still in the blame mode. That's the part then where, you know, you give yourself a talking to or somebody does. And then you start that road and that process of healing. And what's got me through some real times is, is it even a mantra. And a mantra is one of my favourites, is this too shall pass. Because in any given moment, if you really think about something now that's happened a few years ago and go back, you may still have the pain, but the rawness of that goes. So if you allow yourself um, to heal, then this too shall pass means that no two moments of pain are the same. And as much as it can be overwhelming, that overwhelming does start to then change and the energy just change. The concern with not handling, so that's one side of a emotional pain. The other side is locking it in a box and doing the, well, no, it's their loss, I'm okay. And I've touched on this in the, I think, earlier podcast of I Love You, but... So this one then is about the, 
blocking almost like blocking the pain out and you do that either with you know alcohol or going out or distractions which are very difficult in the current climate which is why emotional pain and trauma people are going through now in lockdown is even more prevalent because there's nowhere to run and it's not a bad thing that there's nowhere to run because it actually means that you have to handle it and you do have to address that pain and trust me when I say it's for the greater good because now being a practitioner of helping people to handle emotions that have been trapped from situations as far back I'm thinking of the elderly guy who'd held on to something for what he held on to it for 70 odd 80 odd years anything that you don't deal with does become trapped and it becomes something called a trapped emotion And the energy of a trapped emotion means that almost you have a beacon on your head that says, I'm here, I'm here. So anything else that is a resonance with that trapped emotion, then that's what you will keep attracting. So thinking that you're doing yourself some favours in the short term of running away from that pain or putting it in a box, it is setting you up for further pain down the line. And that comes down to my death by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand cuts is perpetually taking a plaster off a wound and ripping that wound open. And that happens by not handling the emotional situation and the emotional pain. As I'm sitting here, I am recalling some pretty painful situations, ones where I said where I couldn't even handle the whole... um, pain in one go because it was just too overwhelming and I'm sitting here and I I do have that peace of every situation I'm bringing to mind and I've got that because I have handled the emotion I didn't handle it all in the the moment which is why I'm doing this podcast some of them I did run away from and I put in boxes and it's as a result of repeat patterns and that death by a thousand cuts of repeat pain of emotional situations that I'm calling in because I haven't dealt with the baggage in the first place means that this is why I'm reaching out and I'm talking to you today because I don't want people to go through that perpetual cycle of death by a thousand cuts of ripping that plaster off and opening the same wound. And I'm not on about the same wound with that same situation. I'm talking, as I said, about the wound of repeating cycles that you're doing because you actually haven't dealt with the emotion of the original situation that now means you're the beacon and attracting further situations like that in in life. The experience that I had to learn painstakingly and I really opened my eyes to it and got to the bottom of it in my eight-year emotional healing journey has been my repeat pattern of attracting people who were unavailable. And I don't mean people that are unavailable in terms of marriage and things. I'm on about people that were emotionally unavailable. So I always attracted situations in my life um, of relationships where the people were not emotionally available. You know, they just come out of a relationship, they weren't over that. Or they were closed off. Their heart was closed off because of things that had previously happened and they were unable... I wasn't able to form healthy relationships because of the this button that I had that almost was the beacon to say, yeah, if you are emotionally available, please come this way and step this way. So my desire 
was for a healthy, you know, long-term lasting relationship. But what I actually got in return was um, heartache after heartache after heartache of repeating the same pattern of people that were emotionally unavailable. Is that their issue? No, it was my lesson to learn. Um, and there were two ways of looking at it. I could either say, again, as I, I had on a couple of occasions, why me, why is this again? Or I could really start to ask a serious question of, yeah, why me and why again? But asking the two from a different frequency are very different. So the woe me and the why me is a totally different energy than the, yeah, why me? The latter is one that says, I'm ready to really delve into this, look in the mirror and find out what is causing this um, behaviour in me that is attracting this and I'm ready to heal that. The first one is the perpetual cycle of death by a thousand cuts where you will be stuck in victimhood. So my stages are, first of all, recognising if you are having that overwhelming and it's too um, tough for you to take all in one go, then it is about in the silence of your mind or finding that healing place and just going and slowly, slowly opening that door and welcoming that emotion in. And I know that sounds a strange thing to say and it's, have you gone off your rockerlies? Why would you possibly welcome in the emotional pain? And the reason, as I've said in the last segment, is it's because ultimately it's for your greater good. I can only sit here now at the place of peace in the field that I am, um, looking on my situations with great growth and memories of that growth and what it has taught me as a result of opening that door and allowing that pain to come in. Because the pain is just that. It only has a hold on you if you allow it and you are fearful of it. The healthy way is to start off to let it to come into your life and moment by moment let it talk to you about what is it teaching you. And moment by moment it's about sitting quietly in your place of healing, in your place of peace, feeling that feeling in parts of your body and sitting with it in as hard as it is. And believe me, it's, it's, it's first of all, when you start this, these kind of techniques, it's excruciating and you just want to get out of it because the pain is so bad. But if you can sit through the eye of the storm and you can sit through that feeling and you can breathe through it, breathing is absolutely critical when you're through the eye of storm of feeling emotional pain. If you can sit and you can breathe through the eye of the storm, then there comes a peace. And I'm getting emotional as I'm saying this because it is that place of peace. And the result of going through that pain to get to that peace. And even if every day for a year it takes you to sit with that pain and let it talk to you and learn from it and integrate it and take the growth from it and let the pain disperse because it's an energy at the end of the day. If you let that energy disperse, then you're allowing yourself to become open for greater 
higher, better situations to come into your life and that's how you break the repeat patterns of behaviour. And I started off and I said, I've known some pain so deep and on a level of depth and on a dark night of the soul. This isn't a podcast for going through that. But if anybody's going to a spiritual awakening and you want to research dark night of the soul, it's a darkness where all of, <clears throat> all of your kind of past is stripped away from you. That is a pain that is at times intolerable. Um, but necessary. Bit of a strong one that's been, and very, it feels quite heavy and deep, but it also feels quite necessary because I think now, I know I don't think I know the situation where people are locked up with people and there isn't anywhere to go, then I think these situations are, are coming to the surface much more than they would. And they are escalating much quicker. And for that you can be in the victim mode and you can blame the lockdown. Or you can get to that place eventually of thankfulness that that did happen. Because it saved you X amount of other years by death by a thousand cuts. Because living in an emotional painful situation is like pulling that plaster off every single day of your life. And you know what? Nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves to feel that pain every day. The journey to the healing of the pain is very much a personal one to to delve deep within and to start that personal process of knowing where to go with healing it. And once you start that, and then the doors do open to bring you the resources and the people to help you on that growth journey. I'm not a salesperson, I don't do that. These podcasts are done from the heart. But I am saying, as somebody that, that knows that feeling, um, that has had many, many years of that feeling and the death by a thousand cut cycle, reach out. If you are in that place of depth, and you're in that well and you don't know how to get out, then please reach out. Because there is a way. There is a light. And I can help you to find that. And as the sunlight is now going from my field, and I can hear the birds around, and I've still got that beautiful, profound peace, know that anybody that is in that pain today know that I feel it for you. I feel on a profound level and I'm sending you healing. I can't get your pain, but I've got my own version of that. So what I'm saying is I get it. I get you. And I get that place. But your pain is your own and I can never understand your own version of pain. But I can understand the place that you're at. And know that I'm sending you so many blessings and so much love to help you to start to heal. Namaste.